Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! Puckle! And welcome to the 403rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my with my more awake than me co-host. That's I don't. There's probably some kind of word for that. Um, don't look at me. Uh, it's your yeah, language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably some word for that. But we have we have with us. We ha- I keep forgetting that I'm supposed to introduce you guys. This isn't the old style. Um, we have the fluffiest whimsicott. Hey, hi. And then we've also got uh, we've also got our Sigma. Hello. Oh man! And so welcome to the show. We've got uh, we've got a good show set up for you guys today. But of course, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Of Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007. And we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to uh, every Pokemon spinoff game and every other thing that's in the Pokemon franchise. Except Typing Adventure. I don't think we've covered that one yet. I I don't think we'll ever cover Typing Adventure. (laughs) Okay, because, like, first of all, it never got a US release. And second of all, it's Typing Adventure. Yeah. So that's what's going on, you know. And... So, uh, yes, 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 yes. So that is, that is everything that's happening there. Um, we, man, typing adventure. Dude, what, a, what, a, what a throwback. But yeah, we got a great show. We got, there's a lot of news that happened in the past two weeks because we didn't have a normal show last week with a uh, horrible audio that I need to get fixed for the future for other projects we're working on here at Puckle. And yeah, so we, we've got plenty of other things that, uh, that planned for you guys. I'm excited to be back to a regular show because it feels very good to have a good, good product to put out there. And uh, yeah, so how have you guys been lately? Oh, quite well. I had my summer vacation. I spent a week in London and I did the Ralts Community Day while I was there, actually. And let me tell you, it's a good place to be for a community day. I caught 13 shiny Ralts, which is my record. And I also hatched a perfect Ralts. Female, unfortunately, but still good. And then, since I came back, I've just been playing Fire Emblem Awakening. Maybe this is the time I actually finish it. Yeah, uh, you should finish it. It's a good game. I think that one's actually pretty solid. Fire Emblem Awakening, even though Three Houses is really good, I feel like Fire Emblem Awakening is just like another level of good. Mm. Um, I don't know. Fire Emblem's different than Pokemon in that every Pokemon series uh, game up until Sword and Shield, I feel, (laughs) have kind of (laughs) built upon each one of them content-wise. Yeah. And so like you need you need to play that latest iteration to stay up to date. Um, and with Fire Emblem, it's always been like, hey, we're just going to give you something different. You can keep playing the old one and it's still relevant. Yeah. 
And uh, like Awakening, I think, is just as good as Three Houses, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, Fates probably isn't as good. And let's not even talk about Echoes. Like, um, <laughs> I have no intention of playing Echoes. I do have a copy of Fates somewhere in the house waiting to be played. But I really <laughs> want, like, I got so into Awakening back when I first got it. Then I thought, well, I want to play every game in this franchise. And then I never finished it, but I had already purchased a, purchased a copy of Fates. So yeah, I have, <laughs> I have things to tide me over until I get around to buying three houses. So yeah, uh, three houses, I think is a really solid game and it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of content in it. If you're a fan of the Fire Emblem franchise, I don't know. I thought it was really good in bringing me to different game mechanics from other uh, real time RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because like, uh, I, I don't I don't go outside of my comfort zone too often, right? I run a Pokemon podcast and I, I really like Fire Emblem ever since the original one that came out in the US. Fire Emblem, I think that's seven. Yeah. So um, yeah, so Fire Emblem Seven came out in the in the West and like I've always been a big fan and so like I never typically stay, go out of those comfort zones, but Fire Emblem actually tries to push me out of them very often. And yeah, the, I think I think Three Houses was a really good way to do that. Um, because it, it has made me open up and be like, oh, this is like a mechanic that they kind of borrowed the inspiration from this franchise. Maybe I should go look into this franchise, you know? Mm. Um, and they added mechanics with while, while still keeping it Fire Emblem. That's interesting. Which I, which I really, really liked. Um, like, it still feels Fire Emblem, but they also just added some cool stuff to it. Uh, what about you, Sigma? How, how is your Fire Emblem run been going? <laughs> <laughs> I, I finished the third route. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, well, the third route was really quick. I got to skip through half of it because it, yeah. it was the uh, third and there's a third and fourth route, and I you get yes, to yes, experience yes. like the same half of that route, and the yeah. rest of it's shorter than the rest of them, so it wasn't too much work. Um, Somebody on Twitter the other day tweeted at me my personal account, my at Trainer Thatch account, and he asked me what we needed to do to make Fire Emblem Underground Champions League happen. <laughs> um, and uh, and I tweeted back, we need to find a way to make the acronym not sound sound as bad as it does. Yeah. Also, um, you need to make Go <laughs> not aware of it because I swear he's going to come back just to punish us for it. <laughs> yeah, he'd come back just to yell at us for starting a separate podcast called, uh, called Fire Emblem Underground Champions League. I mean, Continue. you probably just do it as like a coffee hour returning, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, would, it would be, I feel like, I don't think I could do an entire podcast on it like I can't Pokemon. No, Fire, no, you can't Fire go week to week. Comes out like once every like three years, maybe, and you get you get a Fire Emblem game like once every three years, and you don't get a lot of news when that happens. Like I think the news from the announcement of Three Houses coming out in twenty seventeen, we didn't get any updates in it on it until like the middle of like the end of twenty eighteen. Yeah, honestly, and, if someone wants to listen to a Fire Emblem podcast, they just need to drop in general audio chat whenever a Fire Emblem game is released. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, honestly, I mean, if we had the TCG over here, it would be fine. But we don't, so you know. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's true. Um, For myself, I mean, I've been, I've been super. I just haven't been able to sleep. That's why. uh, That's why I talked about it. I did play some Fire Emblem this week, though. Um, I'm only done with my first route. I've only got it through it once and everybody's like, yeah, there's like so many cool things in new game plus. And I'm like, man, I really want to experience that. Um, <laughs> it's like hearing about the Pokemon post game while you're still like on badge three. And, <laughs> Something and, and, and I that's, am that's, very familiar with. That's, that's the way I feel right now. 
and it's mostly just because like i'm really savoring the fire emblem experience mm-hmm. um and also partially that like i just don't have a ton of time to play video games right now with uh the way my my job has been as of late and um a lot of other a lot of other things going on in life and having to like write talks and <laughs> <laughs> um write D D sessions um i do i man i've been super into D D lately though D D has been the palate cleanser i've needed for the longest time and it's just been really good playing D D. Uh, with Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Um, and uh, hi, Ryan. Oh, also, we have to we have to we have to say hi to Mark as well. Um, hi, Mark. Mark uh, hi, Mark. Mark. Mark gave me a Torkoal because um, he went to like he went to Go Fest last year and he got a Torkoal and he said, oh. like, "Here, have a Torkoal in Pokemon Go." And nice. I was like, "Oh, that's nice." Um, and then he plays he plays D and D with us as well. Uh, so there we go. We we said hi. I know Mark's listening, and he he complained several times that I don't mention him. But the Ryan joke is just too good to pass up. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's about it for what's been going on lately. Uh, let's kick it on over to the news and talk about some of the stuff that is okay to talk about. That's not in the topic. So let's cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. In the news, we have, I, I mean, this is mostly the Pokemon Go hour right now. Um, and so right now we are in a water festival event in Pokemon Go. Um, I, I mean, it's just a water festival. I mean, it helps you find water type Pokemon like Kingler and Crawdont. They, they get Crabhammer and then Shiny Carvana's out and Shiny Barboach is out. Uh, two times Hatch Candy, which is actually really nice, and Half Buddy Candy uh, with water type Pokemon. Yeah, only. only apparently, which is weird, but that's a that's a weird restriction. But OK. Um, and yeah, there, there's you can you can give them money for special things now. That's how this works. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to Pokemon Go events, guys. Uh, other also in Pokemon Go news, we also got the Jirachi, uh, the Jirachi special research out, which sounds like I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be uh, screwed on because like I was just like, oh, it came out because I think it came out on like Wednesday. I did Wednesday night. Mm hmm came out like Wednesday and I'm like, okay, cool. I want to hop on this Jirachi train this weekend. I'll get on the Jirachi train this weekend. And then they turned all of those things off to help you do it faster, <laughs> uh, which was really weird because they typically give you like a week or two when that happens. Mm. Um, and it's because we're in a water event, so they probably turned a lot of it off. Um, and so let, let me just read these out for you. So the Jirachi event has uh, five, six different stages because that's typically what they are. Um, and so the first one I think is like super easy. You just have to like get new friends or something like that. Three new friends. Oh, uh, we have a document yeah. in our discord. If you want to come join yeah, us, you can get like three new friends. Yeah. So jump in the discord and you can just friend us. Um, Thatch needs new friends as well because he has a lot of old ones. <laughs> um, and then, uh, step two though, you have to like catch three whims, Wismer, which I think is probably the hardest part when the things are turned off. Uh, it depends um, on if you have P-Bass candy stored up. Uh, but well, the, well, okay, that's fair. I don't have the Feebas candy stored up, but I have a lot of rare candy that I kind of just sit on. Um, but you do get a Feebas, you do get to catch a Feebas like as a reward for one of the previous ones in stage one. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can evolve Feebas to a melodic and then it's the water festival right now. So you could probably get extra candy really fast with the Feebas. Um, and then, uh, and then you have to catch 90 Pokemon, the Hoenn Pokedex, which hopefully people have done by now. Uh, hopefully. And then stage three, you have to take a snapshot of Loudred, 
and you get a Snorlax from that. You need to make three great throws in a row, and you need to earn three candies w- with walking with your buddy, which you're in the water event right now. Just throw a water type in there. You're good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stage four, catch 50 Psychic or Steel type Pokemon. I'm sure that'll be easy right now uh, uh, during the water event. Mm-hmm. Um, power up Pokemon 10 times. Uh, send 10 gifts to friends. The two of those are easy. One of those is much more difficult than the others. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. Yep. Um, then you need to battle a gym leader five, three times and you get a Krikatune, which is really weird. Probably just because of like the singing thing. A lullabies uh, for Draji, I guess. And- yeah, from the movie. Um, and then win against another trainer seven times and then win five raids. That one's probably going to take the longest. And then uh, stage six, uh, take five snapshots of Steeler Psychic type Pokemon. Get a Chimico, which is really cool because I don't think I've ever caught a Chimico. Um, <laughs> and then make three excellent curveball throws and spin Oka stops uh, seven days in a row. <laughs> and there you go. And then you get Jirachi. Who would have thunk? Um, <laughs> that's all there is to it. Um, but Pokemon Go also is celebrating a bunch of stuff in September, which is really weird. Um, so they, you can start hatching unknown from 10 kilometer eggs starting September 2nd. Um, I, I need those. The, I'm happy. The ULTR and A unknown are hatching out of those, um, which is really, really weird. Um, Raiko, Entei, and Soikun can appear in, will be appearing in raids and can be shiny still, obviously. And then Centrin and Gligar shinies are coming out September 2nd to September 9th. Um, September uh, 9th to 16th, Farfetch, Tauros, Mr. Mime, and Kangaskhan will be available in 7k eggs and can be shiny, uh, which is really interesting. And Deoxys will be coming to raid battles, which is actually really cool uh, for those of you who got EX raid passes and kept forgetting to go to them. Um, <laughs> I only speak, I, I don't speak from personal experience or anything. I never get um, them. So it. I, I've gotten two of them and I have subsequently forgotten to go to both of them. <laughs> um, and uh, so September 16th to 23rd, Mewtwo will appear as a raid boss and will be available to be shiny. Clink, Patra, and Lillipup will be available as a shiny. So we're starting to get our Gen 5 mons out there uh, at the end of September. Yeah, Whimsicott is getting closer and closer and closer. Yeah, that's uh, that's really, well, I think I think Gen 5, we're going to get a much longer burn than we did with Gen 4. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to get something like we did with uh, with the Hoenn decks when it got dropped. But it's going to be much longer because there's far more Pokemon in it. I mean, you're, you're talking like 130 new mons for Gen 3. Now we're talking a little over 150. Yeah. Granted, a lot of them are, shy, are, are legendaries for whatever reason. Yeah. So that's fine. And also, uh, I mean, Whimsicott is not that far along in the Unova Pokedex. So. That's true. Well, that's I mean, true. they have Clink uh, coming I mean, right away. Clink is, so Clink it doesn't is matter. Coming right away. Yeah. I think there's no rules. True. And also, uh, like, ever since. Pokemon Go came out, I've been really afraid that Whimsicott, being a cotton plant, is going to be exclusive to some part of the Americas. And if yeah. that happens, oh, I'm no. going to be very, very upset. I So I think, so So like, I, I don't want to say it, but I don't think they'll do that mostly because of like some of the negative connotations that could come from that. Yeah. I know. Like, there's, there's a but, history there, and I don't think that they're going to be the type of people that would mess that up. Hopefully they will realize since, I mean, it's something that Game Freak might do, but Niantic is based in America. So I don't think, I don't think Niantic would do it. I think Game Freak would do it and then be like, oopsie. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then go, oops, I don't know what that is. I mean, um, if, like, even if you look at a whimsical, well, let's talk about something else. Let's be hyped that yes. we can finally get a green Taurus in Pokemon Go. 
Yeah, there you go. You get a green Taurus in Pokemon Go. And then I'm sure there's going to be like five people next FuckleCon that try to trade it to me. Um, <laughs> that happens all the time. People will come up and they'll be like, hey, I have a shiny blah, blah, blah. You should take it. And I'm just like, I love I'd love to do it, man. But like, I'm trying to get regionals. <laughs> I got to do a special trade for a shiny then. <laughs> and I'm like, my wife wants the shiny, though. Um, <laughs> uh, my wife wants the shiny. And. So it's uh yeah it's it's a good time. Let's see. So uh, uh, outside of Pokemon Go, I think we can talk about things outside of Pokemon Go. Finally, well, you don't want to talk about the Community Day that's launch weekend for oh, Sword and Shield. Oh, there is a Community. They, they they did announce the next Community Days. I'm very confused by the times they're doing these. Like I understood like why they did it this time because it's cooler typically in the night in 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 the uh in the summer. But they're like eleven to two all fall. Let's do it. And. It's, uh, yeah, the, they have won the launch weekend of Sword and Shield. I think that's semi-intentional. Let's be completely honest. Like, that's to be like, hey, Poke- let's be Pokemon aware and be like, oh, hey, there's a new Pokemon game, right? It'll be curious because- on if it is the Chimchar that everyone expects it to be. I, I expect fully expect it to be Chimchar. Turtwig is, uh, what are the dates for that? I don't have them in front of me, but... Uh, I, I don't know when Turtwig is. Since, yeah, I forget when the rest of them are. Turtwig is this month, and then I don't know who October the one is October 12th is... We don't know what it is yet, but okay. I hope it's. I hope they give us like Ghastly or well. I want Gibble. It's already out. <laughs> Gibble would be nice. I would Gibble love would Gibble. Nice. Uh, I doubt it, but I would love it. Um, Gibble would be very nice. I do agree with that. Then Saturday, the sixteenth of November. Yep. And then the last one, which I assume is going to be the. Uh, redo of all of the ones from this year. I hope so. I really like that. Oh, last I one. that so was a lot of fun. Uh, December fourteenth and fifteenth. So. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really did appreciate that one. Um, oh, right. Uh, so moving away from Pokemon Go, we do have a new TCG set that dropped in the US, Hidden Fates, which is just the shiny cards that are all rotated out now, and which is which is really unfortunate. I wish they would have done this set like last year Yeah, uh, to give you like shiny versions of the cards to play because some of those cards are hard to get and you could have like some cool bling in your deck. I don't know. As a person who formerly played the TCG, but not to like a super competitive extent. There are still like half of them that are standard legal, which makes it even weirder. Like yeah. The Magnemite, uh, Magneton, Magnezone. Uh, it's a weird set. It's Quagsire. Weird set. Quagsire is playable in, in the set. So It's a very weird set. Um, also, I they, guess a lot of places it's selling out right now. So good luck finding them. Uh, Because they're really cool cards. I mean, I don't. They are really cool the, cards. The, the art, The art is really cool. Uh, if you open a Charizard, good job, uh, sell that. Or hold yeah. on to it and sell it. Just make sure it's safe. Yes, yes. The shiny one, not uh, not the regular one. The regular one's garbage in the set. But the shiny one's cool. Yeah. Um, mo- moving on, though, we also have... Uh, I mean, that's pretty much everything that's going on, I think. But, V-cards. Uh, yeah, it's just TCG cards and Pokemon Go. And there was obviously more news, but that's what we want to talk about with you guys today. So we're not going to talk about all of that right now. Uh, though, if you do want to play the Pokemon Sword and Shield demo before it comes out, I do like that they're making it very accessible and it's been traveling, essentially, mm-hmm. um, because they're trying to make up for the fact that they don't want to give you a downloadable demo so that we don't go and data mine it. Um, and uh, so uh, August 30th to September 2nd is going to be at PAX West. Just so if you're in Seattle, you can go play the Pokemon Sword and Shield demo. Uh, you can also go September 11th to September 15th at the Los Angeles County Fair. And also October 10th to 14th at the State Fair of Texas in Dallas. So there you go. That's pretty cool. Uh, you, you can go play that demo some more. 
uh, or just play the demo in general. It's an okay demo. It's okay. I think it. I think it showed off some cool things, but not a lot of cool things. I think there's more to be shown. Hopefully, you get uh, the cool pins. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true. Uh, but with that, we are going to shift gears and we're kicking on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host and see if Sigma can cross the finish line with his insane and with Whimsicott's insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. That means they can only use what's in their heads and tell me what they know and stuff like that. Uh, they get five Pokemon questions that they have to answer together as a team. They are in a race to 30 points uh, with their fellow co-host. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to our T Public store. And today we're actually fairly close because Sigma's got 26 points right now. So... He, he is very close to being able to do that because there's a possible total of seven points today because not only do you get five questions, one point per question, but you also have a bonus point attached to one of those questions and you have a hint that you can use. But if you get all the questions right without using the hint, you can get a possible total of seven points. Um, this segment of the show is always brought to you by AnimeGravy.com where you can pick up some really cool anime-esque art, but they also have some really cool D&D stuff too. I just saw their booth last week. And they had like this really cool Caroline was wearing this really cool like D20 that was it was a natural one. And it said out of spell slots need a long rest. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought that was fantastic. And I am buying that from their store. So thank you to those guys uh, for sponsoring this segment. As always, they're they're just fantastic people. Yeah. And so I, I am going to go ahead, though, and I'm going to ask you these questions if you are ready. Sure. Yeah. All right. Question number one. What Pokemon can only get its signature move from events? Uh, the teeny? Uh, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because, yeah. Victini is depressingly correct. <laughs> um, I was also the most flabbergasted by that. Not when I read the trivia question on our Discord server, which if you want to supply trivia questions for the segment, you can just go to our Discord server and you can drop them in the trivia channel. Um, but when I, we were doing the uh, Black Nuzlocke that I need to finish later this week, uh, it's just been a hectic couple of weeks in real life. Um, later this week, we will finish it, though. I promise. Um, we we caught Victini as part of our Black Nuzlocke, though. And I'm just like, cool. When does it learn V-Create? And I like, looked up his <laughs> learn set. And I'm just like, never. never. The answer is <laughs> never. Wow. Okay. You get Searing Shot. I'm sorry. You get Searing Shot. I remember how hard it was to get a Victini with V-Create for my gym team at one point. It is not I easy. I don't even remember if I managed it. It it is not easy. I think that Victini was given away like three ish times or something like that. And once a couple of times with V Create and like um it, it typically when it gets V Create, it also gets Bolt Strike and uh and Fusion Flare. Mm-hmm. And on it, there was another time that it got Fusion Flare, Bolt Strike, uh V Create, and also Glaciate. Yeah, it got Glaciate, which is really funny and weird. Yeah. Uh it was it was just really silly. Um, but yeah, it, I, I never understood when they did that with Pokemon like Darkrai as well. Like they gave it Roar of Time and Spatial Rend when they gave it away the first time. It was, uh, it was really weird. Yeah, it's a weird movie promo thing. It really is. Uh, moving on though to our second question. Uh, this one is going to test your alphabet knowledge. Uh-oh. Uh, what is the only ability that starts with the letter Z? Hmm. Hmm. 
Oh. Name an ability with the letter Z. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So we might hmm. start to look for words that start with Z, like <laughs> zone or. <laughs> like you. Huh. I feel well, like it's one of those weird abilities possibly. that you don't ever run on the Pokemon that it's on. Mm. I would say that's absolutely true in this case. <laughs> this Pokemon has an absolutely better moveset with a better with a better ability. Mm. Very hard to remember then. Uh, let's see. I think it's typically run with Sheer Force. Mm. Sheer Force, huh? Okay. Oh, it's Zen Mode. Oh, right. Yeah, that is a useless ability. Yeah. <laughs> Zen mode is correct. That is a two for two for you guys. Um, that is, uh, yeah, Zen mode. It, nobody uses it. It was it was such a cool, they made like an entire design for that Darmanitan as well mm-hmm. uh, to like give it Zen mode and nobody used it. It was and really because, bad. Yeah, it was really bad, guys. Like, come on, think about it first. It's like, oh, you have to be under 50% HP and then you have then you end up being slower than everything anyway, so you're dead. You 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 end up becoming you end up being slower, and you end up switching from a physical Pokemon to a special Pokemon, and it's just not worth it, right? Like I think Zen Mode could just use like a retcon where it's not when you drop below fifty percent; it's more like kind of like the Hoopa forms type deal. Mm. Like you can switch it pre-battle, and I feel like Zen Mode would probably see some use then. I mean, Meloetta has the same problem too. So yeah, it, it was a Gen Five thing. Y- yeah. Yeah, Meloetta is one of those Pokemon who would be really good for a playthrough if it wasn't a mythical. I really, there's a lot of cool Pokemon mythicals that are like that. And that's why I'm so happy with Victini in black and white, because you could catch it early enough in the game and actually use it as part of a playthrough. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, they did that with Black 2, White 2, too, with the Keldeo. That's true. That's true. Uh, but moving on, our third question is always, is a Pokedex entry... Our Pokedex entry uh, this week is from Pokemon Y. It's Pokemon Y Pokedex entry reads, it's gener- It generates ultrasonic waves by violently flapping its wings. After making its prey faint, it melts the prey with acid. Who's that Pokemon? Uh, huh. Wow, some kind of bug, I would say. Uh, is huh. it being a bug or like, a- nah, maybe not Crobat. Uh, it is a poison type, though. I don't so, think it would be like a Venomaw. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, I mean, you would think like Bug Poison from that description. Bug Poison with wings, which is Venomoth, but it doesn't sound like Venomoth. No, Venomoth would be more like a pollen-based thing, I think. Yeah. Or a dust. Hmm. Um, dust ox, maybe? That actually sounds very plausible. Yeah, because I actually like see. Venomoth, so I, I don't think it's Venomoth. <laughs> I think <laughs> Dustox is a bit scarier. You're right. Mm, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I mean, or butterfly, hmm. no. or would it be a butterfly? I mean, I mean, I mean, it could be, but I just don't like butterflies. Pokedex entries are usually about how pretty it is. So mm, okay, I yeah, don't know. I'm okay dust with Dustox. Yeah. Dustox is incorrect. The answer is, and this might surprise you, Vibrava or Vibrava, however you want to say it. Oh. Vibrava. Huh. Because, yeah. yeah, I did think about Flygon with the first part of the Pokedex entry. Yeah, but wing-wise yeah. it makes sense. Uh, exactly. I would not have thought about it with the acid. So mm. Right? I didn't think about it either. Uh, that was brought to you by Old Man Top. Huh. A weird one for sure. 
All right, so you guys are two for three, but our next question has uh, the potential for three points because uh, we will give you the redemption point here. Um, so there, there are seven answers here. You'll get a point for every three of them. If you if for three of them, so if you get six, you can get two points. But if you get all seven, you'll get three. Okay. So, uh, what are the names of the Battle Frontier brains in Pokemon Emerald? Hmm. Okay. So there's Greta, who's okay. the dojo person. I think Tucker is one of them. He's the arena. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to nod here because I never played it. So. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think... I think Nolan might be one of them. That sounds right. I think he might be Battle Factory. Spencer is the stupid Battle Palace. Okay. Uh, uh, it's Annabelle own. who's in Sun and Moon. Um, is she? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the gray hair, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Lucy's the one that looks like a Viper. Uh, yes. And Battle Pyramid Brandon. Wow. I think that's all of them, if they're right. <laughs> yeah. Is, are those your final answers? I think so. <laughs> I can't think of any more. Uh, that gets you two points. Um, the only place you messed up uh, is that Nolan is a member of the Sinnoh Battle Frontier. Uh, um, but but the, <laughs> the person that replaced him is Norman. Oh. Um, I, uh, Norman... Um, from the Battle Frontier, uh, they both run battle factories in their respective facilities. Wait, there was a Battle Frontier brain named Norman in Gen Three. Did, had they run out of names? I believe so. Uh, let me double check, but I believe it's Norman. Um, let me d- double check. Um, it's your dad. Um, maybe, maybe I messed up because uh, no, I think the really, Battle Factory or, guy um, is that weird guy with the no Lind, no Lind. Oh, Never there's mind. D. Okay, okay. There's a there's no Lind, and then I think there's no Lind. Uh, let me see. If not, I will give it to you. I must have written it down wrong. It was my fault that I wrote. No, wrote I mean, I, I, um, I can totally believe that. The oh no! I was thinking Thornton. I'll give you all seven. I'll give you all seven because you said Nolan instead of Nolan. It's fine. Um, that is all. That's all three points. It's like I don't care. I got the two points I needed. To- yeah, exactly. you got all the points. You got, <laughs> this is when you, you got, got all the point points. <laughs> so you guys are at. Uh, I, I guess the answer is you're at five for four now. Um, and this final question is always is about a base stat. What fighting type Pokemon has the worst special attack with a base stat of twenty? Mm. Well, we have a hint. Exactly. Give us a hint, please. Uh, he wears boxing gloves. Nakuhita? <laughs> uh, it could be. Or I think it might just be Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan is more likely. You're right. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, Hitmonchan is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Makuhita. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the answer is Like, um, I tried to give it to you. It was close. It was way more likely to be Hitmonchan because Gen, Gen 1 spreads are weird. Very lopsided. Yeah, he had a he had a base special attack of 35. You have to also remember special attack wasn't a stat in Gen 1. Oh, that's right. He, um, that was a that was a Gen have, 2 edition. Exactly. Doesn't it have like a decent special defense or something weird? His special defense is 110. Yeah, yeah. it's actually really good. Um, good, good on you, except that base HP is 50. But yeah, that's, uh, uh, like so, 70 speed. It's yeah, it's, it's 76. Uh, so it's, it's whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, that gives you, I think five points today. Um, so you have five points, um, that pushes Sigma over the edge. So he's at 30 points now, but it also resets our ladder and we give those extra points to Whimsicott. And so now, Whimsicott, you are leading the table with five points. Ooh, five the accomplishment. Points. 
Everybody else has yet to get on the board. Uh, Good job, Sigma. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. you can. Uh, what are you going to do with your, with your twenty dollars of T public credit? I, I don't know yet. I'm going to Disneyland. Uh, that's what you're supposed <laughs> to say. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, in case maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, yep, that's it for this uh, week's edition of Poke Quiz. We are going to kick it on over, guys, after this short break to uh, the topic. And here we are with yet another iTunes review from BZ4591. So thank you. He's, it's titled A Community to Proudly Be a Part of. If you're looking for more Pokemon content, this is the place to be. Puckle releases content weekly, administrating just enough dose to get those through otherwise ordinary Mondays. You can count on Thatch and the gang to entertain you with positive and well-balanced content every time. Each podcast feels as though you're hanging out with longtime friends, bonding over your favorite pastime, Pokemon. Thank you for that. We really appreciate it. And if you want to help out the show, you can just go over to iTunes, drop us a rating, or whatever platform you listen to us on. We really appreciate it. And I hope to hear from you guys in the future through these. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Let's head to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be, I don't even know what we're going to title this episode, but it's going to be something, something news dump because the past two weeks have just been like, I I, I want to call it like they've, they've taken breadcrumbs and they've just kind of like thrown them into the wind and we got those as news. Um, We picked up the breadcrumbs like little ducks. (laughs) And so because there's just been a bunch of little stuff that's just been dropped all over the place for sword and shield and. It, this this news release cycle is just really weird, and I, I don't know. I think they're doing it kind of... I, I don't want to say they're doing it as damage control, but they're definitely being far more cautious, it feels like, with their trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I did notice about all these trailers that I don't know that I've said on the show before, I probably did with the last one, is that they just always seem way too fast. Oh, yeah, you've mentioned. Um, and, and you just have to like watch them several times to get every piece of information out of it. Um, I miss the slower trailers where like the Pokemon would stay on the screen for like 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and I could stare at it. And uh, unfortunately, that's not happening now. They're also really slow in getting it posted to the website after they drop a video, by the way, uh, which I find really weird. I used to just be able to go straight to the website afterwards and like have all the press knowledge. Uh, but sometimes I have to wait like a couple hours. And but uh, the first thing that came out is Worlds dropped a trailer. Uh, they do this every year when there's a new game coming out. And uh, they confirmed double battles are back, so that's cool. So Pokemon isn't Pokemon isn't dead yet. <laughs> um, we 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 did keep something, so good on them because I'm sure they realize double battles are definitely the way to go in their competitive format. Yep. Now they're gonna um, have to show breeding next, but it's fine. It, they're gonna have to show breeding, and I'm sure breeding's not gone if they're gonna pander to the competitive community in this sense. Oh yeah. I mean, but they did tell but, us how to get hidden abilities now, so. We'll see. They did tell us, but yeah, they have to tell you how to get hidden abilities every generation. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like there were ways to get hidden abilities in with uh, with the battles we had in Sun and Moon with the, what are they called? SOS battles. Yeah, they were. And and so they, they, they put them in every game. So I'm not XY worried about was, it. Uh, I think XY was the last time it was rough. They they never really reveal like, oh, hey, you can do this with breeding now type mm-hmm. things. You know what I mean? And like hidden abilities we had to kind of figure out on our own that you could pass those down yeah and and like we figured that out on our own and stuff like that i think i think that's fine and they could leave that hidden because i wouldn't be surprised if stuff like gigantamaxing was also passable with breeding Mm -hmm. Mm. and uh i I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of ability wasn't yeah i I i'm almost certain it will be yeah there's no way they just lock it to raid battles I yeah. mean, the second you let be breedable, then people stop doing raid battles, though. So we'll see. Uh, I think that's okay, though. Um, I think that's okay. 
It, it depends and, on what they want to push, I think. I mean, if you're going to try to push hidden abilities in the same way, you could say that as well, right? Yeah. You stop going to hidden grottos once you have a hidden ability, right? And you can breed it. Well, I mean, that was locked to dream world, but... Exactly. The problem is that once you let home connect, you have, for at least a few Pokemon, an automatic way of getting hidden abilities, which is the transfer from the virtual Mm -hmm. console games. So you you can't have, like, hidden abilities very readily available for, like, I don't know, 150 Pokemon and have people go through infinite loops to get like say i had an ability for i don't know a gen 6 pokemon it would be weird yeah but the competitive scene is going to be limited to galar pokemon only anyway so true true they always do that i was thinking like for us who play Mm -hmm. you and stuff oh yeah oh yeah yeah. oh yeah but pokemon doesn't care about us yeah pokemon pokemon doesn't care about us (laughs) exactly like i always forget that they don't care about us they don't care about single battles for whatever reason. It's fine. I think they should honestly have two side by side metas, and I think you'd see singles like definitely start to dominate. I, I think um, so too. I mean, we we do have Battle Stadium. We can talk about. Yeah, we. Uh, so like, let's break this down. There's a lot that happened in this trailer <laughs> um, at Worlds because not only is Whimsy caught in, but like, um, we we've got like a we've got just so much other than double battles on top of that they they announced new they they show the work the art for double battles with dynamaxing and dynamaxing um helps your partner's pokemon as well the partner pokemon as well which is really interesting yeah that's really scary too it is really scary it's just like here's a three-turn boost for your entire wall of pokemon uh no no it's kind of scary i think it raises your stat like that's what it yeah and that does a three-turn yeah, yeah here's think, a so. here's a boost here let's do that that sounds really well honestly it's probably just as scary as z moves to an extent in, um, my, in my opinion except the stat changes are probably permanent as long as it's on the stage yeah. so that's that's more scary than z moves in my opinion yeah but if you think about Maybe. it like in the double battle competitive scene which is vgc everyone has protect and uh, everyone mm-hmm. already know- plans to like stall out stuff like trick room and tailwind and stuff like that so we do know that the uh, D Max moves go through the uh, protect. Protect regular protection. Yeah. You can't fake out Pokemon that have gone Dynamax either. So, oh, that's interesting. Yep. Those are things they've shown. In yeah, the they shrug that off. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> they they also like they. I really like this trailer in terms of worlds because it showed off literally just like competitive stuff. Uh, it was really cool in that sense because they they showed off a couple of new items as well which is really, really cool. And all of them really help answer like the intimidate problem. And they help, they help answer just like a lot of problems that have made things difficult in the past. So the first one is called room service, which is an item that procs when trick room is activated and it lowers your speed. Nice. So you get, you get to lower your speed when trick room is set. So like you could hold it as like a counter to trick room or even use it to help boost your own trick room. It's an interesting one. Because it, it is interesting. I think you'll see play of, with it in VGC, honestly. I think it'll depend on if they weaken the 50% barriers or not. That's true. That, that's true. Oftentimes, if you're running a Trick Room Pokemon, you're going to have a... It's going to be bulky enough to where it's able to use those 50% berries and heal up. I could see the 50% berries not making it in. I, I, could, I could see, see them see not happening. making it in or being nerfed in some way to like yeah. 33% yeah. or something. Um, I, could, I could absolutely see them not making it in and it going to potatoes. 
Yeah. In that case, then I could see room service being used. But yeah, if they need to do something about those things first because those of, things. Oh uof. yeah, I kind of see it like as a versatility item for stuff like say Mimikyu. Mimikyu has trick room, but it has a base speed of what eighty, ninety, something like that. It's like ninety seven, uh, ninety five or something. It's like ninety five. Exactly. It's pretty maybe? fast. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen Mimikyu use trick room in certain yes. cases. So. Giving something like Mimikyu the option to either go really, really fast or really, really slow is interesting. Well, Mimikyu's already losing its its favorite item anyway in Z-Crystals. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I, I, I and it doesn't need to be bulky because it has a free substitute. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, that one's actually really interesting. <laughs> uh, so so another item they came out with, which uh, we were talking about. So Sigma and I have been talking. I don't know if we said this ever on air, but like Intimidate's been a huge problem in VGC. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's really bad. It doesn't help out the format at all. They announced like two things that help out with this Ooh. crazy, crazy like. Um, so the first one is a new item called eject pack, which switch. It's like eject button, but it procs if any of your stats get lowered. Oh, and that so say intimidate comes in, you get switched out and then you can go back, you can go into something else, mm-hmm. which is a really interesting, which is really interesting in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is Corviknight has a hidden ability, it, a new hidden ability. Um, it's a new ability called Mirror Armor, which reflects stat affecting attacks uh, <laughs> as well. So it, it also does. It also reflects stat changes, which is really cool. Okay, um, so essentially, even when Lando comes back, he's screwed. I well, love when Lando comes back. <laughs> Corviknight has to be good. But Corviknight has to be good. Well, if it's <laughs> if it's just Scarberry 2.0, it probably is. Exactly. Yeah, it seems like uh, it'll be okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe a more offensive Scar- Scarberry. That would be really cool, like an offensive Scarberry. Oh, yeah. That would be really cool. Um, the There's also a new attack called Breaking Swipe, which lowers the attack of all opponents it hits. So kind uh, of so physical remember, snarl. Yeah. yeah. So it's like drop kick, but for more than one opponent. Yes. Mm. Um, yes. Um, and then lastly, I think that, oh, the one thing that we haven't mentioned is Weezing, uh, Weezing's hidden ability was also, or it might not be a hidden ability. It's just a, it's just a new ability for Weezing. He gets neutralizing gas, which neutralizes the ability of every Pokemon on the field with Galarian Weezing. Wow. So imagine Moldbreaker, but like on steroids. Wow. Yeah. Like the trailer showed a Rotom Wash. Hydro pumping and Arcanine while a Gastrodon, uh, Gastrodon sits on, on the, field. the field. And then the Gastrodon goes back and Earth powers the uh, Rotom because it doesn't have Levitate either. <laughs> yep. That is so good. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot it's, of potential with that one. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing is, uh, my favorite thing is, it's uh, the people who haven't really, they're the people that said they're okay with the national decks being cut, but didn't actually realize what that meant. Um, making memes about it on the internet uh, because, because everybody's like, everybody's like, oh, I can't wait to use Regigigas with Galarian Weezing, <laughs> or I can't wait to use Slaking with Galarian Weezing, <laughs> and both these Pokemon haven't been confirmed <laughs> uh, for Sword and Shield, and I, I think that's just something. I, I hope it's a sobering uh, experience, yeah, uh, for those people who are just like, I'm okay with it, and then realize like, oh man, I can't actually think about old Pokemon anymore and get hyped for the game in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which makes me really sad on the inside. Really, really sad. Should I help against um, Mimikyu as well? Because Mimikyu would yeah, be a very yeah. scary Pokemon if it didn't have that threat. Of it would. Galarian Weezing's a really good counter to Mimikyu too, yes. actually. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know what, Mimikyu, you better be scared. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, th- but yeah, that trailer which just blew me out of the water. Um, it also said we were we mentioned it before, but you can get your hidden abilities from max raid battles as well. Um, and they're just like, and if you're super lucky, you can get a Pokemon that can Gigantamax with its hidden ability. That sounds awful. That's the only. That sounds awful. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping Gigantamaxing is readable. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, yeah. I'm hoping it's readable. If not, it's just gonna be it's gonna be a crapshoot, you know. It's um, like, well, I guess I, we're not using Gigantamax Fortnite. We just want the mirror. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that might honestly be the way to go. Who knows? Um, so they also announced that there's going to be a new online battle system. Like we're killing Global Link, by the oh, way. Yeah. We're killing Global. That Link. came out, I think, early this week. But everyone assumed it Friday when they started telling us what. Yeah. So they started talking about. Yeah, they started talking about. Um, so home is actually going to be your new hub for online battles, and it's all going to be taken care of on the cartridge, which is really cool. Or not on the cartridge, but in the game. Yeah. So uh, no more Global Link to go have to register for a battle tournament or anything. Um, which is absolutely fantastic, and it holds all of your rankings from Battle Spot on to onto home. Uh, I know you know more about it than I do, Sigma, about the about the stuff. So I'm gonna just like let you go off and like knowledge dump. Sure. So rental teams are returning from yeah. Sun and Moon. Uh, nice. Luckily, it's not as awful as last time because you can just search for it on game mm-hmm. instead of going to the website, looking to your team. Then finding the QR, scanning the QR, keeping the QR. No more teams. No more global link. It's fantastic. I love Um, this. Right. Uh, You can also start your online competitions. I don't see any reason to still, but like your friendly competitions online. Yeah. I agree. Usually the rules are just aren't strict enough to be worth using. Yeah. I I wish they would let you do more custom stuff. Like they let you do that in uh, Pokemon Battle Revolution. Like you can make custom rule sets. Yeah. Like Mm. custom bannings, custom. Yeah. And if they let you if they let you do that for online competitions, I could definitely see that being something that like online communities such as us and other online communities really just take a hold of. Like that's the one barrier of entry that I think they're missing. Yeah, mm-hmm. right now I think it still sets it up like it were a an official competition where it's like you mm-hmm. set the number of days and the number of battles you can have per day and that Yep. You just need so many people to make that work. It's not worth it. Yep. And, exactly. Uh yeah, and then Battle Spot is apparently dead because it's being replaced with Battle Stadium. Where you, yeah, where you have the option between ranked battle and casual battle and ranked battle allows you to play single player or, or single battles or double battles. Yep. And they they got rid of special, which is weird and unfortunate, but whatever. I don't think too many people play them. Unfortunate mm. for the metronome battles, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no more um, championship battles because that's just doubles now. So I'm going to yeah. guess that you aren't able to use any non-Galarian Pokemon in rank battle. I think they might have confirmed that, but use the spirit. Uh, maybe, yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, they're all Galarian though, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they're all Galarian. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm really interested to see how they handle, like, so we know Raichu's in the game. Um, I'm really I'm really interested to see if that means Alolan Raichu can be transferred in or not. Oh. Uh. Um, the event I'm, <laughs> I want to see if, if a Pokemon's in there I would like to see all of the forms of that Pokemon also be in there I, I would like to do I would it would be very very weird if it wasn't like I like, usually right? the check is like the Pokedex number so like even right? like if, if it's something weird like let's go ahead the trading yeah let's go ahead and a, a way to do it so I, I assume that that might be something that they're at least trying to maintain mm-hmm um, because even Let's Go is just like, yeah, Alolan forms are here. 
Exactly. I mean, honestly, I think it's far less of a headache for them to just throw them in than not to. Because you say that, but then we could make that argument. It's far less of a headache for them just to put all of the Pokemon in <laughs> than to I not mean, to. Going by what they've been saying, and I'm not saying I buy 100% yes. of what they've been saying, no, because there's actual work going into it. But that I, yes, I, I understand. But yeah. like, there's not so many Pokemon that have so many alternate forms. I mean, once you've done Rotom. You're halfway through, so. Oh yeah, no. If Rotom's in there, I I absolutely assume that because Rotom finally got confirmed. Oh, I was God. so happy when Rotom was confirmed. Um, no, I was gonna be so upset if Rotom Rotom wasn't in the game. But it's, it's like here's a Rotom phone, here's a Rotom this, exactly. here's a Rotom that. So it's and they keep again. doing this every year, and I'm just like, stop, <laughs> stop. Um, and I miss my little buddy. Uh, I miss my little buddy. If you're gonna keep putting him in things, that you better put Rotom in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I just hope these are. I just hope these games just like kind of go on and like yeah, it's the one without all the Pokemon in it. Like I hope that's what happens. But I know that's not what's gonna be the case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just they have to have to make them good enough that we only partially care. Yeah, I mean, if the games are good, I I'll be okay with that. Um. With ranking battle? Any, anything else? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they confirmed that there are going to be different stages based on what type of Pokeballs there are between Pokeball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball oh. that you can rank up to. And they mm-hmm. they say you're going to get items for doing that, which, you know, in oh. in theory sounds really Wait cool for because it. we also Wait know for there's it. an item. We know there's items like Dynamax Crystals where, yeah, that would be really sweet if they gave those out for ranking up. Uh, unfortunately, the image that or they show caps. is... A pearl strand, because oh. in-game money is oh. what you want for playing their rank system. Just why? I'm hoping that's like a placeholder. I'm hoping I, it, they might do a thing where like they used to on Global Link, and they might be just like, hey, if you hit Master Ball rank in this month, you'll get a Dynamax crystal or whatever. Yeah, that's what they should um, do. But That's what they should do. And honestly, going back to where we're talking about like, oh, we people would stop playing grades. I'm like, you know how you get people to keep playing grades? By adding um, more, adding more Pokemon to the raids, but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just that's just me. If you want people playing raids and you really want this to become like an online ecosystem type game like that, oh, yeah. Um, I, I think there's definitely ways to do it. In-game money hasn't been relevant in Pokemon for since. Maybe it will excuse be. Excuse you. Maybe it will excuse be. you. I had to work really hard to get a really cool outfit at the end of Ultra Sun and Ultra. So. I mean, they gave you like a million dollar loan to catch it. It wasn't there. enough to buy it all. I had to go through the Elite Four like, with an amulet coin. Here's, what, 50 big nuggets they gave you or something weird like that? Yeah. It oh still gosh, wasn't yes. enough to buy the entire outfit. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, there, were some, there were some other things that came out this week as well. Um, there was another trailer that was dropped for Gamescon in, uh, in the UK. Um, uh, no, it it's was Germany, it, but sure. Or Germany, that's what I meant. It was on the UK YouTube channel that I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's uh, it actually shows it, them going through a town. Um, there are some things that are somewhat impressive. I don't think there was a lot of things that actually really got me excited in that trailer other than like, oh, hey, look, a town. Um, the graphics are slightly different. Um, you can I think the thing I got, again. You can sit in chairs again, yes. Um, and the thing that got me the most hyped, honestly, out of the whole thing was you can see speech without hitting A. Mm. I, I think that was the only thing I, it was just like, it, you know how some RPGs have like the little bubble where things start to get said. Yeah. And like you can read that. 
Yeah, that's the. That's, so it's like kind of. Like that's such festival. a sad feature that got me excited. Like, like in <laughs> Festival Plaza, you mean? Like you step close yeah, to a yeah. person and they start talking. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's like it, it's a small quality of life improvement. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to get. I think they're trying to make people more excited by showing off an actual town in the game. Yeah. Um, and show people like, hey, we put work into this, and um, which is nice. Yeah. I, I. It's also. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I'm a Pokemon player and I don't care. Um, you could you could make the town look like eight bit pixels for all I care. Um, <laughs> we still play those. Have they ever had to design the back of a building before? <laughs> I don't. I don't know that they have, honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you go in and probably the in Sun back. and Moon. Probably. No, 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 no. You go in the back of a building in like Gen One to get the Eevee. Yeah, but you don't have to design what it looks like in the back of the yeah. Building. Exactly. Oh, you mean because now the camera turns around? Yeah, you have one view of the entire okay. game. You don't actually have to see what the back of a building. You had the like. static camera. You have, you've had a static camera until recently. Uh, to be fair, the camera's only static in certain areas. Yeah. Mm. So in a town, it might not, it might still be static. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it were still static. It's probably still static. And they still didn't uh, have to design the back of a building. I think I think they did they did say specifically that one of the features of the wild area was a movable camera. Was a movable yeah. camera. Which so I don't makes expect me a little it sad anywhere that it, else. That's really sad. Honestly, they should. They, I, I feel like that's <laughs> such a minor feature to include for an entire game. It's a minor but, feature, but it hides a lot of work. Like as you said, designing the back does, of every single building. It's it's a lot of models. It, that's that's true. Um, other than that, I don't know. Was there anything else that really dropped in the past week? We covered a lot. There was a lot that happened. I mean, um, all I know is that Whimsicott is in, and I'm happy. Yep, Whimsicott's in. I really and, didn't expect um, that. Quillfish was sadly in. Uh, Quillfish is in, yeah. That's. Um, I mean, if that's yeah, the prize for having Whimsicott, I'll take Quillfish. Like, he, <laughs> he deserved a Galarian form with an evolution. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yes. be honest, he deserved it. I mean, yep. I mean, honestly, like half of the Gen Two Pokedex is like throwaway stuff that could really use the Zigzagoon treatment. So we we've seen yeah. the Gen, we've seen the Gen Two beta. He used to have an evolution at one point. Yeah, it would be really nice to see a lot of Pokemon. Ge- I would like to see more Galarian forms. I do say that. And like the next press release, give me more Galarian forms. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's at least at least it confirmed coughing for me, whether or not that's Galarian or not. That would be interesting. You know what I mean? That's all I want to know. Let me know if Weezing is Galar, if coughing's Galarian or not, or if it's just a regular Weezing. That's all I want to know. <laughs> just let me know. Like I, I'm curious. And then uh, just drop a couple more Galarians that aren't Gen One. That'd be cool. Um, I I feel like I I feel like a little tainted because they they gave us the Obstagoon treatment in the last one, where it's just like here's Zigzagoon to Linoon. And then by the way, we didn't think that was good enough, so we made Obstagoon. <laughs> mm. uh, so you think uh, like me- now they've spoiled it? There's not going to be anything as good as that. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be anything good as that. I would I would like to see like a, quote unquote more traditional like. F- regional forms for mm-hmm. Pokemon outside of Gen Gen 1, right? Like, I would love to see, um, I would love to see, you know, give me a Gen 4 Pokemon or a Gen 2 Pokemon. Tropius? Just, yeah, give Tropius, Tropius is a good Tropius with sacks of just potatoes instead of... Something, but bananas. don't give us, just don't give us anything that has, like, <laughs> a weird, like, a weird, um, I keep forgetting Tropius exists, by the way. A yeah, um, weird and, cultural implication. <laughs> I mean, uh, we know sacks of potatoes are in the game. Yeah. yeah, they come from it, it Tropius. Would, it's fine. He's but a, yeah, I just want to. I just want to see like a an undisturbed form. You know what I mean? Like 
like I regional evolutions are a decent idea and it's a great way to bring back old evolutions that for uh Pokemon that didn't exist or that needed an evolution and they wanted to add that on, right? Yeah, um, but I, I think it's really interesting, but I uh, my biggest fear, my biggest fear is they take something and they just give it a, a regional evolution without making that Pokemon a regional form. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. Um, that, that is my biggest fear because then you've literally designed a Pokemon that is meant to be killed off at the end of this game. Yeah. And that does not sit well with me. I also want to see Obstagoon's Pokedex number. Ooh. Um, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see its national dex number. Uh, I'm, I mean, can eventually go to Pokemon Home. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I thought, ooh, that's going to be weird, but actually, no. I mean, they've, they've just... Sylveon. Exactly. Sylveon, yeah. Sylveon well, is... A, half of Gen 4. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's no exactly. big deal. They've done it a million times before. I just want to know what it is. That's all. <laughs> um, let's see. 888. Probably well, I think not. I it's going to be super low. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually Honestly, not. Yeah. Probably not, because that's going to be gonna like... Be Legendary. It's going to be Rattata. Yeah, it's going to be really early in the deck. Oh yeah, so eight eight eight. You're going to be pretty close to the end of the Pokedex. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to be pretty close because there's only going to be like a hundred Pokemon in this game. Uh, I like that Maybe. too. I'm okay with them always doing like sh- small numbers of. Pokemon. Actually, it would be it would be really cool if eight 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 was uh, uh, the mythical with the eight in its design since it's oh, Gen eight 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 eight. Oh my and gosh. The Magirn equivalent. Pokemon, I know, I know you. Uh, I've known you for a while, um, and you have a chance. You have a chance to do something, um, and I know you're gonna mess it up. Uh, but I, I implore you not to. Don't do that. Uh, but yes, okay. That is that is this is a good place to stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it for the topic. We are gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back at you guys with the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip flop. Well, school's coming up, kids. If you want some cool new swag for, I don't know, back to school season, you can go over to the Puckle Tee Public Store and you can go and grab any kind of designs, whether it just be the Puckle logo so you can represent uh, me and the company that all these people are working for, or maybe you just want something cool like a Pokemon like Dragonite Kanji shirt. It's fantastic. We got everything over there. If not, maybe you want a throw pillow to throw in your apartment if you're going to college. Just some cool artwork to put on your wall you can just go grab some of the puckle staff uh pictures that basket put up they're great uh, i suggest it everything you can buy there helps us out in any single way that you can possibly do it uh it, it's a great way to support the show and get something in return so please go do it and i will catch you guys on the flip-flop <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 233, Porygon 2, the virtual Pokemon. It's Pokemon Gold Pokedex entry states, this upgraded version of Porygon is designed for space exploration. It can't fly, though. So... It can't fly, though? (laughs) Wait, is that it? The good part is... uh, is that part of the entry itself? Yeah, it can fly, and, <laughs> and in Platinum, the entry says it was upgraded to enable the exploration of other planets. However, it failed to measure up. 
Oh my gosh, it just sounds like it just sounds like a horrible like failed it's, project. Yeah, it's like it's like half the space program of 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 of, of the Russian Federation. It's like the poor oh. Martian rover that got lost. It's terrible. Not to mention the poor thing's moddable Gen 4 onwards. That makes that makes Porygon Z that makes Porygon Z just like that much sadder. Exactly. It's like, oh look, someone tried to fix it and it drove it crazy. <laughs> and it made it even worse. Look at that. We did a good Poor job, thing. you guys. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Uh okay. Uh but Porygon 2 is actually a prime candidate to be on your team for Puckle's upcoming Kanto versus the World Tournament. And because we forgot to say it during the news, I'm going to let Sigma fill in the details. Yeah, so our fall tournament this year is going to be Kanto versus the World, where either you make up a team completely comprised of Pokemon and Kanto and their Alolan forms, their Megas, whatever, or you get to choose to make a team of from Pokemon of every generation that isn't Kanto. So a Gen 2 Pokemon, a Gen 3 Pokemon, Gen 4 Pokemon, Gen 5 Pokemon, Gen 6, Gen 7. And uh, we do have a couple bannings. Magirna is not fun in this kind of format, so we killed it. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's not It's not fun in the OU format either. No, but... it, it should have been banned a while ago. Whatever. Uh, we weren't letting that be a thing. Also, if you think of Gen 6 Pokemon, there's only one that people would pick. So we banned Greninja. Um, <laughs> it's yes. a true statement. And if you move past that, everyone takes a Tapu and Halucha next. The seeds that go with the surges are also banned. So you can pick your Halucha. You just can't give it a seed with a Tapu. Did we not ban Lando? No, Lando's fine. For Gen 5? <laughs> no. Like, you can pick it, but how much... It has a lot of counterplay to it. You didn't because you don't love me enough, but... I mean, you can run Chandelure, you can run Terrakion in this meta. There's there, are some there are some better mods. There are good Pokemon in Gen 5. <laughs> Gen 6, there aren't. This sounds like a great meta, and this is just, this is just like... Okay, just as like a reminder for all of you at home who play in the Puckle tournaments, if you win this tournament, I, I'm just stating it now so people don't have to like ask me questions about it later... You get a copy of Pokemon Sword or Shield if mm -hmm. you win this tournament. Um, second thing is, if you win this tournament, you also get automatic entry if you've been following along with the Puckle League into our final tournament of the year, which it comprises of people who do really well in the points. Um, I think Rod is in without even winning a tournament once. Yeah, he's still at the top of the rankings. Yeah. And so if you win that, you actually win a, I'm going to say switch light now because I said, I said, you, you were asterisk, expecting it to come asterisk, asterisk cheapest switch on the market. Yeah, um, you were expecting it. <laughs> so we all, we all expected something to happen. So I put cheapest switch on the market. And so you could, you could win a switch. Honestly, it's not a bad idea because at that point, everyone is going to have a switch anyway. So having a switch yeah, light. Yeah. It'll have nice there. battery life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, exactly. So that is, uh, yeah, that is, that is exactly what we were thinking. Um, but yeah, that is, that's where we're at with that. Uh, but let's talk about Porygon 2. Yeah, this is just a nice Gen 2 Pokemon you can pick that isn't Tyranitar or Suicune. Yeah, so, so we found a fun team. It is a, it is a Trick Room team. It is a, it is stupid fun because it's Trick Room. And uh, Porygon 2 is an excellent Trick Room setter. Uh, it's got... We, we've picked up the Eviolite with Trace, uh, 252 HP because he's a bulky boy. And we've spread out the defensive stats in 104 defense and 152 special defense. By no means is a standard, but you can go ahead and just do it however you want. Sassy Nature, zero attack IV, so you don't take that foul play damage because you're a VGC player. And 
this is also an RU team, so their foul play is actually a legitimate threat. Recover, trick room, foul play, because Porygon 2 does it, um, and try attack. Um, and so you're just like, man, I got a bulky boy. How else can I get bulkier? And the answer is Bronzong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because this is the RU tier, so we're just like Bronzong. And with leftovers, levitate, 252 HP, 4 attack, 252 special defense, sassy nature once again. Stealth Rock, Trick Room, because you need multiple Trick Room setters and singles. Uh, singles, you need, I think, I think you need like half your team to have Trick Room to be viable. Mm-mm. And Gyro Ball and Psywave. Um, and I'll let somebody else pick up two of these other guys. Yeah, speaking of other Trick Room setters, we have Aromatis with the ability. And it's so cool! I love it! Uh, it has Aroma Veil, max HP, max special attack, quiet nature. It's holding the fire, the Ferium Z. It also has zero attack. EVs, although it's a fairy type. I mean, it's not going to take that much from foul play. Whatever, chip damage. You want to minimize it. You want to minimize it. Um, So it has Trick Room, Nasty Plot, Moonblast, and Hidden Power Ground. Because essentially with that, you kill anything that isn't a Bronzong. Yeah, Yeah. Bronzong's scary. Bronzong is scary. Bronzong's a huge threat in RU, actually. Yeah. It's a... I've become better at doing these metas because we've we've started doing these Pokemon of the episode segments with teams, <laughs> um, and I've become just more aware of these metas and like what are big threats in each one, um, which is good and bad because like they're gonna disappear in like three months, but uh, yeah, it's all, mean, it's been really interesting. But yeah, this thing's got Fire EMZ. It's crazy. Yeah, and if your problem is Bronzong, guess what? You bring in Mega Camerupt. Uh, it has yeah. max HP, max special attack, quiet nature, and zero attack IVs, exactly like your aromatis, but it has fire blast, earth power, toxic, and hidden power eyes. This thing and a k- wrecks in trick room. Yeah, uh, we should. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's mega camera. It's it is terrifying. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Take us home, Sigma. <laughs> All right. So next up, we've got Machamp as our fighting type coverage. We have. A flame orb with guts, so we're going to be hitting really hard. Max HP, max attack, brave nature. I would assume it's zero speed. It doesn't say that on here, but it should be zero speed. Should be. Yeah. You're running. You're running trick room. That base 55 speed is not going to do it itself. <laughs> so we have close combat, facade, knock off, and bullet punch. I think that's relatively a standard Machamp set. That's so. pretty standard Machamp. Like yeah. I could see uh, it's standard guts anyway. Yeah, standard guts. I, I agree with that. And then for the last member, we have the most. <laughs> it goes the with the team boy, <laughs> the most, the timid max speed, max special attack, Scarf Shaman. So it's gotta go fast. It's gotta go fast. It's Sonic. He's a he's a hedgehog. Wait, is, Sh- is shiny Shaman blue? Tell me, it's blue. it is. Blue. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like a very light blue, like an aqua blue. It's like aqua instead of the uh, grass green. Okay, but like that's good enough for me. It, it's close <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> It's close enough that I would call that Sanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, Healing Wish to heal up, say, your camera up if it's gotten a bit too injured or your Porygon too. Seed Flare because we're Shaman. Earth Power because we're Shaman. And Destiny Gleam because I'm sure there's some kind of fairy type that we want to hit with that. Or Dark type. Probably Mandibuzz. Dark type. Probably, probably Mandibuzz. It's probably Mandibuzz. <laughs> yeah, you want to catch it on the Switch and... Probably Mandibuzz. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, this team looks cool. I, I, we found it online on a on a sample team site, and we actually we thought it looked really cool from a perspective. We also think that you can make a couple quick changes to this team for the Kanto versus the World tournament, like just as like a little bit 
of an aside. We were looking at it and this already has like the versus the world side of this mostly down. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem there are two problems with this team if you look so far to fit those criteria. One is we have two Gen 4 Pokemon and we have a Machamp. Yeah, but you just switch out the Machamp for Conkeldor essentially. Yeah. yeah, so then we didn't have a Gen 5 Pokemon, so that fixes that. And then the other one is that we you can you can replace Shaman for a Bulu, which would be really interesting. Uh, and then you're set, and that you've got a you've got a decent team. Uh, you could run Natural Gift on on Camerupt and to get some Grass type damage going. Or nat- Love it. Nature Power, Nature Power, but yeah, Nature Power. That's what I meant. Uh, there's like three of those that do things very similarly. It's like random type attack. Yeah, they're all named the same too. It's- yeah, and it is it's confusing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is. I think this is a really interesting team. Also, if you want that shiny Porygon, we'll be giving it away if I catch up with all of the giveaways on the Patreon chat uh, this week. It's just been it's been a rough month, guys. That's just sleepy. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get there though. So other than that, though, that is it for the Pokemon of the episode. We are gonna kick everything over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Top of the mailbag. Send in your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 And as always, if I remember, the Green Tauros badge goes to the guy that wrote a cool email that we remembered. <laughs> and I mean that's that's kind of what it is, right? I don't actually know what it is anymore. We change your name green on the Discord server. It's fun. People like it. Um, it, it's it's a good time. We should pick it more um more pleasing to the eyes green. Um, but yes, moving on. This is the part of the show where we read listener emails. You can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail dot com, and we'll probably read your email on the show uh, unless there's like a ton of them. But we typically read all every email on the show. If not, we put it in our unread emails section on our Discord server where you guys can go ahead and read the ones that we didn't get to. Um, but today, I think we're going to be able to get to all of them. Uh, we this, It's been two weeks since we did a show, and we have asked you last time, what Galarian forms would you like to see? So let's just dive right on into this, because there's there's just a ton of, ton of goodness in these. So the first one's from Genevieve. Yes. Hey there, guys and dolls and all. A little late to the party, I think, but I was so pumped to answer this question because I had an extremely powerful one that comes from the bottom of my rainbow and glitter-filled ultra-fam unicorn-loving heart. Oh, I feel you, sister. Ponyta slash Rapidash as a proper heraldic-style unicorn. I'm including a fan art I came across a few months ago that made me go, oh my god, yes, please. And it, it's kind of doing the same thing to me, I have to say. It's... Yeah... I've seen this art before as well. It's delightful. <laughs> to give you an idea of what I mean, but basically I think think the last unicorn, except it looks like it can kick your rear. That's the only one I have a super strong feeling about, but Crowley slash Arcanine as a catalyst for a lean in to the Q's... What? Uh, whoa, I don't know. Uh, I think it's related to Kate Sith. Yeah, uh, sure. That it looks Gaelic. I can't pronounce Gaelic. I'm sorry. Um, I slash, can't either. Uh, slash various other regional names. Slash fairy dog folklore of Great Britain would be fun and would parallel Alolan Vulpix. Slash nine days nicely. I agree with all of that. Yeah, I know. Uh, like I know what that is. I just don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I I was still disappointed we didn't get that rumored like water arcanine and something. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I feel like that was just what it was, though. A rumor. Exactly. Like, I know, but it sounded cooler than, you know, Arcanine. Um, um, I Arcanine's don't know. Arcanine, still cool, though. Arcanine's always been cool. And really, I feel like Arcanine is like, um, so like if we're going to rank Pokemon in terms of popularity in the minds of Game Freak, I feel like it's B tier Charizard. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think Arcanine is. And I feel like that's just like in their minds, that's like sacred. Don't touch that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, they, uh, they touch Ninetales, which is maybe C-rank Charizard. Exactly. I think C-tier is safe. C-tier okay. is where you go, yeah, let's touch it. Uh, okay. B-tier, you go, mm, so, no. So you know you what's going to happen, reason. right? Yeah. Like, they're going to they're gonna turn Snubble and Gramble into this thing and disappoint us all. <laughs> I mean, we've seen regular Arcanine, which is a sad thing. Like, uh, it dominated VGC 2017, which is why I'm surprised yes. it's back. As is. Well, we have a we have a lot of like anti intimidate stuff. Now. Exactly. Hopefully, hopefully it will work because it didn't really. I hope it will work. I really hope we get some anti intimidate stuff. Yeah, they they tried with like defiant and stuff, and it didn't work at all. So In- intimidate intimidate is just one of those things that is just it's prevalent in the meta, and it's the reason Lando is good, and it's the it's reason, reason Arcanine's good. Is good. Uh, and and Cinnabar is, is suddenly good. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, but it continues. Uh, also, not exactly a Galarian form thing, but do y'all remember swarms back from Gen? I don't even know anymore. Oh yeah. I d- oh yeah. So, there were several gens that actually did it. It was yeah. like Gen four that really hammered it in, but I think Gen five started did it as like, well. Gen two, actually. Gen, Gen two. Yeah. Gen two did it to an extent. Yeah. Gen three There's, was big uh, post game wise. I think. I I'm just I'm a big I'm a sucker for like dailies. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm a sucker for that. And that's what I'm really excited about raids, because those are just dailies. Yeah. (laughs) I do recall I was too young at the time to have any idea of how the community in general reacted to that mechanic. So maybe everyone hates it, but I vaguely recall enjoying it. Well, there is a bit of British myth called the Wild Hunt, a bunch of fairies roaming the countryside on the fairy equivalent of a fox hunt, that might potentially be a cool way to reintroduce that. Probably primarily for catching fairy types. What do you think? And can you tell I like fairies? We can. And again, with you, sister. Hugs and high fives. Keep up the amazing podcast, Eve. Okay, slight modification to this rapidash. We, we've hung on to this email for far too long. But um, <laughs> but this slight modification, you give it wings. Yeah, I want um, wings on my rapidash. And you make it a fairy flying type. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is some like... Pfft. Uh, it's the, fairy fire fairy fire type and you give it a move called fairy fire kind of like the D spell <laughs> <laughs> then you're done uh, you know so, so will-o-wisp kind of yeah <laughs> um, except it doesn't burn it does damage you know uh, yeah as long as as long as they make their spell save dc um all right but moving on this next one is from p mcgee Hey, Buckle Crew, P. McGee here once again with some thoughts on what Pokemon would be best suited to receive Galarian evolutions. Since the suggestions of regional evolutions and what has appeared to be a highly accurate leak, I've been fascinated about what old Pokemon might get new evolutions with Obstagoon's announcement and Farfetch still sitting on the bench. I think we have enough information to start making some fun guesses on what evolutions might appear. For my predictions, I am abiding by the following rule set until proven otherwise. In order to have a Galarian evolution, the current form must already be a Galarian form. Yes, please. Exactly. Um, as such, like that has to happen. If that's not the case, I'm going to lose my mind. As such, the standard form of the Pokemon cannot already have been confirmed to appear in Galar. The Pokemon cannot have a stage two evolution. The Pokemon that would evolve must not exceed 500 base stats or have a stat distribution that would make Eviolite overpowered. 
With all that in mind, and with a larger bias being towards gen- generations one through three, here are the ten Pokemon I think that would be likely to get Galarian forms and evolutions. Uh, Farfetch'd, Fighting Flying Evo. Yeah, uh, I'm like I'm thinking Steel, Steel Flying Farfetch'd Evo. I can I see them both. Much more fun. Yeah. Uh, Dugong, Electric Ice Evo. Uh, I just think Electric Ice Dugong would be pretty cool. Yeah. Any, anything better uh, for Dugong. It's, anything that's not just Dugong. <laughs> it's such a boring um, Pokemon design. Yes. <laughs> uh, Girafferig, Dark Psychic Evo. Yeah. Um, that could be cool. Mm-hmm. I think just Dark Psychic Girafferig would be cool. Um, Pseudo Wudo, Rock Grass Evo. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, Noctowl, Ice Flying Evo. There's actually some really cool artwork of like uh, somebody did fan art of like Galarian Noctowl with Ice Flying and it looked really cool. Um, Macargo, Grass Rock Evo. I don't know. It, its yeah. name's Macargo. Mm. Um, it had to be like it had to be just like pure fire or something. Uh, Entropius Grass Dragon Evo. I think that's too much. I I liked your idea with the potatoes though, Sigma. Um, <laughs> I mean, it did get a Dragon Hammer, so maybe. Ooh, that's true. Uh, Chimico Dr- Psychic Steel Evo. It That'd just be cool. becomes uh, Jirachi though at the point. Yeah, that's true. Um, Cricketune Bug Steel Evo. I'm into it. <laughs> um swana fairy water i would be totally so i have a i don't comment. know if it needs an evo but just fairy water would be cool for i have swana. a comment about all of these like it never changes more than one type for all yes, of these pokemon I, I, I agree with you which is is it's not what alone forms did no that's true uh, uh except except for rattata yeah um, and, and 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 executor, executor but i mean they're more not I think other than, I think I think there I think it's the vast majority of them had like a full type swap. Yeah. I agree with that though. I, I agree. I, th- I think we could only use swapped. Geodude only yeah, Diglett Geodude still added, rock. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, there's precedent for both. Exactly. Uh, Nine, Ninetales was the main one that was like on mm-hmm. all the and marketing. And Sandshrew. Sandshrew. And Sandshrew, Marowak. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. We'll see what happens with these. Mm-mm. Um there's some ones that come that come to mind at least. It would have been cool if James Turner revealed revisited some of his Gen Five designs, but Golurk and Vanellix already confirmed to appear, and Mandibuzz would be horrifying with Eviolite. Are there are there some that you believe would be really good candidates for evolutions? Uh I mean, other than the typical Pokemon that you think like, yeah, I could use an Evo. I don't think so. Jinx, but they don't want to touch that again. They're not yeah. touching that. Um, do you think we'll we will see any split evolutions wherein wherein something like Galarian coughing evolves into an entirely different Pokemon? I don't think that'll happen. No. Nah. Um, I think if we see split evolutions, it's in the same generic way we see split evolutions. I mean, uh, I, I I see split evolution as something like you know a little Raichu, nothing more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I would really enjoy if Game Freak stuck to the model they created with Obstagoon, but maybe people want to see Galarian evolutions go into different directions. Uh, I think that's the way I want them to keep to that. Like, it was a cool idea, and I can accept that as a fact. Like, Galarian forms can evolve, mm-hmm. um, but I can't accept the fact that, like, Pokemon can just evolve in Galar because they're feeling like it because they're there. <laughs> I mean, um, the Galar forms I want most are uh, three-stage Pokemon already because I want to see... Yeah. I want to see one for a pseudo-legend. That's what I want to see. Uh, that would be really cool, actually. But I think, I think four, most of the pseudo-legends have been confirmed. There are four still than, like, missing. Dragonite. Like, imagine trying to make Garchomp bad with a nice type oh, or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, anyways, thanks for your time and catch you on the flip flop. All right. Our next one is going to be from Show. Oh, no, that's not what Bearded it is. Panda. Uh, Bearded Panda. Bearded Panda. That's it. 
How goes it, Thatch and your amazing co-hosts? It's me, the Bearded Panda, a.k.a. the Bearded Pangoro. <laughs> I'm writing in today to talk about some of the cool new Galarian forms. I really like the new Weezing and can't wait to use it on my playthrough of Sword and Shield. Also, Obstagoon looks really cool, and I agree, he does look like he's a member of KISS. <laughs> I have a few favorites I would love to see get Galarian format forms, like Arcanine becoming a fire electric type, or Donphan becoming a ground and steel type. Uh, I see people say Arcanine all the time, and it makes me really upset, because like, it's just like, Arcanine was already shown, though! Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a great candidate for but it is so people want it and people want it they just showed it in like the first trailer yeah i know <laughs> it's like oh it's kind of like the quillfish but mm -hmm. donvan would be cool I'll, I'll give him that donvan could be cool <laughs> i also would love for my guy for alligator to get some type of love but i know they aren't going to touch the starters what are some of your pokemon you hope to get new form anyhow Thank you so much for reading my email, and thank you guys for the hard work you make, you put in to make Puckle one of the best communities ever. From the Bearded Panda. Hmm. We appreciate that. That's we a, are a good cool question. I'd like the compliment more, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like both. Can I like both? <laughs> yeah, you can like both. Pokemon you hope get a new form. I... Honestly, if we're talking about that, like I would love to see more like Gen... Like we haven't seen a Gen 2 Galarian, but we've jumped to Gen 3. So like... It should exist. If we... If we take a look at Gen 3 or Gen 2 mons, right? I mm -hmm. think, like you said, Donphan. Donphan's fantastic, but... Um, Stantler. I mean, Stantler could use a revisit, I think. I, I think that's also something that could happen, especially in a an England-type region. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Though, uh, Sawsbuck exists, which is the saddest Sawsbuck thing. exists, but that, he's in America. It's fine. But Sawsbuck mean, is such Sawsbuck a better is design. A deer. Stantler is, is, a, is a, a reindeer, reindeer, so... Give him a proper psychic typing, finally, you know? Yeah, That would exactly. be nice. Oh, mm, as for me, hmm, it's it's a very hard question because you know I would like to see say dance parts get some love, but dance parts is already perfect. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like an army of people that disagree with you, but that's fine. I mean, um, I, people have just, been asking for like a dance parts like Mega Evo since Mega Evo. Oh yeah, like, I know. I I have one of those fan arts somewhere. I love it, but I, I mean. If you give it a Galarian form, you're changing it. So Sunflora. Oh gosh, yes. Sunflora, Sunflora. would be a good one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> give it grass, grass fire. Only. Grass fire. Yeah. No, 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 really no, no, no. Cool. Grass fire is like it is taken. It's gonna be our jalapeno Pokemon. I'm okay with Sunflora getting it. I, I'm willing to pass that torch quite literally to Sunflora. Um like I I'm willing to do it. That was a joke, and nobody laughed, and it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> but that is it from Bearded Panda. Um, unfortunately, we've been taking a really long time discussing these emails, so we're only going to have time for one more today. Um, and it's going to be from uh, Nate, N-A-T-E. I think we're going to give this one to you, Whimsicott. All right. Okay, I've got it. Hello, it's me again. I can write in two weeks in a row, right? That's not to bore anything. Oh boy. Have you met Whimsicott's emails? She she wrote in like every week for like 30 weeks. That's the uh, reason I'm here. Essays. essays. <laughs> like 900 word essays. That that was only one email that went over 900 words. Uh, because we she put said. the restriction on it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't 
just my fault. Sublime contributed to that band. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <clears throat> my last email was kind of a bummer. I'm actually looking forward to a lot of stuff in this game from the trailers and what it implies. To me, it looks like Sword and Shield is shaping up to be the perfect combination of Gens 3 and 5. Or the best Gens, as I like to call them. You know what? You're not wrong. Oh, okay. I love them both I, a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree a little bit, but I think I think my I'm tainted by nostalgia, nostalgic uh, feelings. I mean, uh, I do think I do think like I keep saying, and I'm gonna say this until it becomes becomes the lexicon of the entire Pokemon community. Gen fives age like wine. Mm-mm. Let me tell you, it it's it, it. I I stand by my theory that every Pokemon has like a waiting period that like 75 percent of the Pokemon community needs to to associate it as a Pokemon mm. and that if you just go ahead and it, the only way to speed up that process is to put them with existing Pokemon. Yes. Um, and if you go ahead and you just make a bunch of new Pokemon and you don't put them together with existing Pokemon, people don't like it. They yeah. it hurts them. But now gen five are just all existing Pokemon. So if you go back and play it, you feel good. <laughs> yeah. I no, I absolutely agree with you. Like, I think I've, th- I've said it before, but when I played Gen 5, it was like, what's this? And now it has like some of my favorite designs. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. From Gen 5, we're getting three distinct rivals with what appears to be interesting personalities. The perfect number of rivals. I would argue that's like one or two too many, but whatever. Um, yeah. You- you got we could get rid of Hop, right? Like, yeah, it's just how <laughs> two point um, You got Marnie as the competent trainer with some mystique and ties to the villain team, filling in the end spot. No, I'm sorry, that's an unfillable spot. But let's move mm. on. Uh, <laughs> Wrong person reading this email. I, mean, exactly. I think she's gonna probably be Ash's traveling companion because how many times has he had the person with the Pikachu clone on his team? Ah, uh, right. Following him around. Oof. I I don't know. No, they might they might do something different where like they, they just have more might. encounters with her than typical. You know but, what I mean? Like we had Sophocles hang out with him because we all know that Gen Team Yell's not the real bad guys. They're just going to rehash the Gen Seven thing again. Where exactly. Team Yell's not really the bad guys. I mean, Team Skull was barely in the anime anyway. Uh, <laughs> they were. They they set them up to do some cool stuff and then said, "No, nope, we're mm-hmm. not doing anything with that." <laughs> Okay, we got Hop, who seems like a nice person of journey of self-discovery in dealing with family baggage. His parents named him Hop, and his brother Leon. There's gotta That's be a so little true. baggage. <laughs> <laughs> He's so right. <laughs> Fill in the Bianca slot. And we got Bede, who I'm hoping is more blue than Sharon, but still fits the same slot. But see, that's my problem. I mean, what if you had two kids and you named one of them like Matthew and then you named your second son peanut butter? Like <laughs> somebody, somebody's going to be upset. Somebody's got to be upset. And I'm going to tell you, it's not Matthew. Like <laughs> Hop's favorite Pokemon was, Bla- was Squirtle, but he wasn't allowed to have it because oh. it would beat his brother. <laughs> What if he has a Bulbasaur? It's oh. like Bulbasaur. Oh my goodness. Um, anyway, see, see, that, that's what I mean. I mean, I don't want to see the same type of character rehashed seven or eight times over. That's why Anne was such a great character. It had never been that's, done before. That's kind of true. That's kind of true. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And we get Team Yelp representing some of my favorite aspects of Gen 3. But NATE, you might be asking, Team Yelp isn't an environmental terrorist group that doesn't understand the water cycle. How can that be from Gen 3? Because they're not a terrorist group. 
they're a fan club. Even worse. <laughs> One of the moments that stuck with eight-year-old me playing Ruby was when you first show up in Lilikov, there is a house where everyone is talking about their favorite trainers. Most are gym leaders, but in the back there's this group talking about a rising star trainer who is taking out gyms left and right. After you beat the Elite Four and come back, everyone there is super excited to see you and instantly forms a fan club around you. And this made me realize how much of a celebrity Maze slash Brandon was. You get a fan club! Mr. Rydell uses you for free advertising, and Gabby and Ty are always looking for an exhibition match and interview. With the Galar Pokemon League being televised and their champion being a walking billboard, I'm hoping trainers get a bit more of the celebrity treatment. Maybe whatever the main hub town in the game has a Pokemon fan club that slowly becomes more dedicated to you as the game goes on. Hmm. Maybe. You get your own team yell. Exactly. I'm, I'm still kind of hoping you get to watch your uh, friends who are online do their gym battles. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would be really cool. That I'm, would be I'm, amazing. I don't know. Like, like, that really seems cool like thing about much for them, but... I, I know we've been like kind of semi-negative about this game. Um because of the national decks thing, but like this game is shaping up to like have some of the most immersion, I think oh, yeah. out of any Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. And I am very excited for that immersion. Yeah. And maybe some NPC wears whatever outfit you're wearing or has a Jersey with your number on it. Maybe some little girl as a stuffed plushie of your starter. I mean, we, the protagonist are going to end up as the strongest, most important, hottest trainer in the region. That's just how Pokemon goes. Long story short, I want my own team yell. Thank you for the wonderful podcast and ATE. All right. And unfortunately, we spent too much time because you guys sent in good emails. So blame the people who sent in good emails. Uh, we're not going to have time to be able to get to the rest of your emails or we're going to have a 45 minute mailbag segment. Uh, <laughs> but thank you to the other people. We're going to put them in the unread email section. Um, and we we really appreciate you guys sending them in. Um, any of these guys that you really liked uh, particularly? I thought they were all really good this week. Actually. Yeah, they were. They um, I don't <laughs> I know. They were all really uh, good. Then the, the nobody gets it. That's the way it is. You all tied. You can't. Nobody wins. Ooh, try again, please. They were really good. Try again. Yeah, yeah try they again. Were all, good. Uh, all right. It's it's uh, just so, a ploy to get you to send in more emails because we emails, enjoyed exactly. them so much. <laughs> Those were really good. Uh, we're going to go ahead and if you want to email us next week at fucklepodcast at gmail.com, you can email us letting us know what you think about the new abilities uh, that we got revealed or what some kind of new ability you would like to see po- added to Pokemon Sword and Shield. Send those emails in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to keep up with us, check out our social media on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, kind of. I guess we have a Reddit um, and then also Instagram. We're at Puckle Podcast at all those places. And join us throughout the week. Hang out with us. Uh, we're going to be on our Discord server where we have the invite link in the description. We also always have uh, we also have the Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. And now that my work life is starting to be a little less hectic, we're going to try to finish up that Nuzlocke this week. So definitely head on over to Twitch slash, uh, t- uh, twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. Uh, also subscribe to our YouTube. We're like 30 subs away from 1,000. Oh, only 18 and- last I checked. Oh, really? 18? Yeah, That's right. I'm a liar. Um, and get, don't worry, up. there are videos coming very, very soon. There are some yes. videos coming there, and if we hit 1,000, we're working on some like other smaller, well, probably a bigger project that I think everybody might enjoy. Um, so if you hit 1,000, you got to hit 1,000 first, though. So go get 18 friends to make YouTube accounts and help us break 1,000. Um, and then we're going to keep doing the Nuzlocke over there, too. I, I, the Nuzlocke just hit it off way better than I thought it would ever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so good for everybody that's willing to go out there and watch me play Pokemon. And um, we are going to, after this one, we're going to be doing a, uh, a black or white two Nuzlocke. It depends on which save I want to save better for myself. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I have one that I like really did a lot of like, not join Avenue. What was it called? Um, uh, what Avenue was it? There's the Avenue that you could fill out though in black it and white too. Join Avenue, I think. I think it's Join Avenue. Is yeah. it Join? Oh, it was Join Avenue. Yeah, Join Avenue. I like fleshed it out, and I don't know that I want to kill that accomplishment. You know, myself. Good Festival Plaza. Um, that was Good Festival Plaza. Let me tell you. Um, uh, so we might, we're going to do one of those two versions though, and I'm gonna. I, I'm really excited to do that with you guys. Um, and we'll we'll hype it up, and we'll get we'll get a date set for that launch and everything, so you guys can be a part of a Nuzlocke from the get go this time. Um. But yeah, uh, also, if you want to hang out with us even more and just help support the show, you can go and do a couple of things. The first is you can go over to our T Public store and buy some cool Puckle merch like a phone case uh, (laughs) (laughs) or a throw pillow, which I really like, or a tapestry, which is something that Seth really likes. (laughs) And you guys can go over there to a Puckle T Public store. Again, the link is in the show notes, as always. And you can finally uh, support the show most directly by going to Puckle Pot or Patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast, where you can get things like shiny Pokemon, uh, physical badges for the Summer League. And uh, I need to start doing these again, but you can be on the Puckle Live show, depending on what tier you jump into. So jump on to those and we are going to we're going to be having some really good Puckly times. Um, but yeah, I guess that's everything. So here in the Ladder Town Radio Tower, I am Trainer Thatch. I am the fluffiest Whimsicott. I am Sigma. And it's closing time. It's closing time in Lavender Town. Time to say our goodbyes. It's closing time. Being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.